0: You're listening to Kindling Conversation with Siobhan Hunt, part of Kindling Kids Radio. Before I was a parent, I thought explaining things to my kids about the world would be pretty straightforward. I'm not talking about difficult concepts. I thought the simple things would be easy, like why my daughter's nana is also my mother, or why it's rude to call someone fat. But as with most of my parental experiences, I found that these Conversations can actually be quite challenging because I don't know, I don't always know how I know what I know, if that makes sense, (laughs) which it probably doesn't. But when you're trying to break it down to a kid who doesn't have much life experience, it can be. Uh, a little bit more challenging than you'd expect. Enter online site The Conversation. They've just launched a special section called Curious Kids, where kids can write in a question or hint, hint, parents that have been asked a question by their child, and an academic answers that question in simple, easy-to-understand language, and that is just what I need. Professor Fabrizio Carmignani is from the business school at Griffith University, and he recently explained money to kids. Hi Fabrizio, how are you? Hello,
1: I'm okay, thank you very much.
0: So where do you start explaining money to
1: kids? Well, I think it was an excellent question. Where does money come from? That's a question that probably many of us, not just kids, but parents, have asked a number of times. And I guess that the starting point is to understand that money is actually printed by uh, the central bank. In, in the case of Australia, money is printed by the Reserve Bank of Australia. So the Reserve Bank of Australia has the power to print as many notes as they want up to a certain point. Uh, and this is where really money comes from. Then, of course, This money is printed by the Reserve Bank of Australia and there are channels through which it goes into our wallet or into our bank accounts. And that's where the story becomes a bit more complicated.
0: And, I mean, one of the things that I find difficult to explain, which does seem quite straightforward, is how do you explain why we need it?
1: I was actually trying to explain... Uh, the the importance of money to my own kids and uh, the way I did it was to start from the very beginning when there was no money and when there was no money the only way for people to trade was through exchange I give you um, a a carrot and you give me something else in return Uh, then uh, this type of trade becomes very difficult because it requires a lot of time Uh, to negotiate the equivalence between a carrot and anything else. So money has been introduced as a way to facilitate exchange. And my experience is that starting from the beginning, as we did, kids then understand the importance of value primarily as uh, something that needs to be used in in daily life to buy and sell things, which is an activity that they observe every day.
0: I always say that, we need money because that's how they get their hot chocolates is that a, is that a valid thing to use i always i'm always a bit unsure about that example
1: that's an excellent example because as i said kids observe money and the use of money every day when they go out with you or when uh, you know, they go somewhere maybe with their grandparents. They see that their grandparents have to uh, take a wallet or, or look into their purse, uh, take out these notes, and, and give these notes to someone who will give them in return an ice cream or chocolate or a toy. And, and in observing this transaction, kids understand that those small notes, which you know, are made of paper or some sort of plastic paper, um, have a value. And the value is the ice cream that they receive and that they can eat or the chocolate that they can eat. So I think that the use of chocolate is an excellent way to introduce the kids to uh, the the use of money.
0: I imagine that some kids get confused with credit cards and debit cards. Is that worth explaining to them as well? Well, I
1: think it is. And I have to say that, uh, again, it's not just the kids that might get confused. Um, because in today's society, credit cards and in general all sorts of plastic cards are equivalent to money, very much so. Uh, and uh, and the kid might have the idea that uh, once they understand the use of those paper notes and then they see us using cards, like plastic cards, they might think, oh, so it is possible to buy something without actually paying money. So it is important to make them understand, I believe, that the credit cards are also money. And this is also a way to introduce the idea of a bank. I don't think that uh, uh, you know, it is uh, uh, too difficult for kids to understand that in today's society, banks play an important role, and through banks, every transaction becomes a bit easier. It's easier to go around with a simple credit card in your pocket than to go around with, I don't know, a large number of banknotes to pay for big things. And that's the way in which I would explain to a kid the importance of a credit card.
0: You're listening to Kindling Conversation We're speaking with Professor Fabrizio Carmignani, he's from the Griffiths Business School of Griffith University and we're talking about explaining money to kids, it's part of this new series with uh, online site, The Conversation it's called Curious Kids, where you get to ask a very simple question, a child preferably will ask the question, uh, or perhaps it's a question your child has asked you, you haven't known how to answer, and then academics will come in and uh, explain in clear and simple language what these things mean. Fabrizio when it comes to money of course there are so many permeations of things you could talk about and one thing that i guess i worry about is the idea of debt so lots of families have debt my family has debt but i i want to teach my kids that it's actually not a great thing to have can you think of any ways that we i might be able to do that
1: i think that the best way would be again to make them understand that you can spend in general only the money that you receive a good starting point is the story of Pinocchio. Um, uh, Hopefully, kids of this generation are familiar with Pinocchio. But, you know, Pinocchio believed that uh, money used to go on trees, and therefore that you can basically spend as much money as you want because you can find it on trees. Well, obviously, we want our kids to understand that money doesn't grow on trees, that parents have to work most likely to have money, and that they can spend only the money that they have in their pocket or eventually in the bank. However, we can also tell kids that for very big things, like a house or maybe a car, parents are allowed to spend a bit more money than what they have in the pocket or in the bank, but they have to promise that they will pay this money back. I think that debt has an important role in our society, and obviously it's not always bad. What is important, however, is to understand when it is appropriate for a family or for a firm or even for a country to borrow and when it, and when it is not. Not many of us would be able to afford a house if we were not allowed to borrow. But instead, it would be wrong, for instance, to borrow just to buy ice cream or chocolate.
0: How would you explain the concept of coins and notes? Because my daughter keeps finding loose change on the floor and says that she's got... Five. She's got two five cents, and then she tells me she's got ten dollars. Which I keep trying to explain to her. Actually, that is not ten dollars. I'm glad that you can add, but it doesn't have the same value. Um, how would you explain that difference?
1: I remember that for people of my generation, coins actually had a value. Now, the value of coins is actually much smaller. So, uh, my explanation is that uh, notes usually value more than coins. And and coins, they're small, and they can help you buy only very small things. However, when you put together so many coins, uh, you can have, in exchange, a note. So the idea is that a a note is actually a piece of paper paper that represents many coins. And because it's easier to go around with a piece of paper rather than many coins in your pocket, then uh, people have made use of these banknotes. notes uh, as a way to simplify their life. Uh, of course, it's difficult to explain exactly how many coins you need to get a banknote. but I don't think that that's the key point for a, for a very young kid. The point is more coins are also money, but they value less, and, uh, and you need a many of them to make one note.
0: What do you think about um, earning pocket money? Do you think that's a good way to teach children about the value of money? There is, in fact,
1: a debate, if you want, also in, in, in the literature on how best to teach the value of money to children. And there are those who believe that pocket money is a good way to do that. Others that believe we should look at different ways to do it. I personally believe that it's a good way that's the way in which I've been raised, and that's the way in which I try to raise my kids. Uh, the point is to decide exactly how much to give and when to give. I do believe that it's important to make sure there is that there is some sort of association between receiving pocket money and performing a task a small thing maybe, um, but you know in this way people. Uh, the children understand, as we said before, that money doesn't just grow on trees, that you have to do something in order to receive money and be able to spend it to buy your chocolate or candies.
0: Fabrizio, thank you so much for your time today.
1: Oh, thank you for having me.
0: That was Professor Fabrizio Carmignani from the Business School of Griffith University and we'll put a link up to his full article on our website later this afternoon. Just head to kindling.com.au. You've been listening to a Kindling Conversation podcast. We'd like to reach as many parents as possible and you can help us by giving us a review wherever you downloaded this episode. It means that more people can find us. I'm Siobhan Hunt. See you next time.